Good morning, everybody. And guess what day it is? If you're a sports fan, the NBA is back, baby. We had our scrimmage games, but it's officially the NBA season. Starts today. And how convenient. It's a bright Sunday day outside because sports is officially back in basketball. Exciting. We've been waiting a couple of months for this. It's a good day. And I'm excited. I'm really, really excited to have basketball officially back, even during these uh, concerning and troubling times. It's good to, you know, have an ability to watch sports. Blessed to have sports back. So as we know, the NBA moved to a bubble down in Orlando and Disney's Wild World Sports, where they have been basically training and practicing everything. And now uh, they had their scrimmage games that started last Thursday. I uh, caught a couple of games. I caught as many uh, Pelicans games as I could because I'm a you know New Orleans Pelicans fan, a big New Orleans Pelicans fan, uh, going back to when they were the Hornets and had Chris Paul, Tyson Chandler, David West, that whole group. Maybe the reason I started watching basketball was because of Chris Paul and why I uh, love the guard position so much. But that being said, uh, tonight there are two games. So you have the Pelicans versus the Jazz, and then you have the Lakers versus the Clippers. So the Pelicans are in a precarious situation. They are 3.5 games back from the eighth seed. So as we know, it's, there are eight games to be played, and then there's going to be a play-in game on the 15th and 16th, and the playoffs start the following day, the 17th. So... Here's my prediction on tonight's games and then who I think will uh, secure the eighth seed in the West. Since it's two Western teams uh, playing, then I'll give your opinion on the East probably tomorrow. So on the West side, uh, I believe that tonight, the Pelicans and Jazz game, uh, we still don't know. We still haven't, I haven't heard word of Zion Williamson or whether he's uh, ready to go, he's going to play or not, but... I think that factors in. But watching the uh, scrimmage games, it seems that uh, they've become way more fluent and more comfortable with each other, the Pelicans team. I know they were scrimmage games, but, you know, they won every single scrimmage game they played very convincingly. You know, they had good shots, uh, transitioning. Jackson Hayes was dominating the box, dominating the floor. I mean, the, the young team is coming together. Corey, it's the best I've seen them in a very, very long time. And that was without Zion. So that's impressive in itself. So I'm looking forward to see how we're going to react and, you know, get the ball rolling if we don't have Zion. If we have Zion, that's a great, great, great big deal because he brings a whole nother level on our team. I mean, he's shooting over 50 percent, 24 points a game, about three assists a game. I think it's seven rebounds a game, too. So those are those are good stats for Zion Wilson coming out as a rookie. And that's him playing, you know, somewhat injured because of injury held him back the first uh, 30 to 40 games of the year. Then he came back with a vengeance and started, you know, taking over uh, the league. So that's my take on how I think it's going. And, of course, the Jazz, you know, you have Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. You have that uh, duo over there. But I think the uh, I'll take the Pels in that game, obviously, because I love the Pels. But I also think that their defense has become one of the best in the league. You know, got Brandon Ingram, got Drew Holiday. You know, we're very lengthy for a young team. So 
I think I'll take the Pels, and I think the score will probably be, it's been very low scoring most of the uh, playing game, but that's to be expected because, you know, some of the guys haven't picked up a basketball in months, so they're trying to transition back to playing their type of ball. So I think the score will probably be in the, you know, 100s, maybe 110, but who knows, if the team gets hot, the team starts shooting, it could go even farther, but my prediction for that game will be 110 to 105 area, I'd say, Pels winning. So that's my take on that. Very excited to uh, watch them. Got my jersey on too, my NOLA City jersey. Excited for that. Shout out to uh, my boy Mason Powers who let me have it. And so going to the next game, following game, the Lakers and Clippers. Now this game has lived up to the hype before, the games before, because they opened up the season and then they uh, played Christmas Day. And both games were, I would say, the one of the, better games of the seasons so you have lebron james ad you know you have those groups and then you have Dion waiters newly acquired and jr smith uh newly acquired and they have looked pretty decent and they're showing so well you now jr scoring 20 the last game the lakers played in the scrimmage and then Dion waiters scoring 18 i think that's important because your bench has to show up because we know that lebron sometimes when he goes on the bench that's when they, if the Lakers have a lead or whenever he's had a lead, it ends up dwindling because the bench can't put up points. So if you get a bench that can put up points, that's a very big deal, especially against a team like the Clippers. Now, the Clippers are, at, are, out, are without three of their key players, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, and, ah, uh, crap, his name escapes me, the center. Ah, uh, crap, can't remember. Uh, forgive me for not remembering, but the center for uh, the Clippers is out as well. I don't know which reason uh, Pat Beverly in the center is out, but Lou Williams, we all know, was uh, caught at a gentleman's club claiming that he was just there to get something to eat, and so he has to quarantine for 10 days. The fact that uh, that hurts because he's one of the better part of the bench. Both teams have good, decent bitches, and the Clippers for the main part, have a good bench where they have three players from the bench that score over 17 points a game. And that's a really big deal in this league because you, you hardly hear of a bench scoring that much. You, you usually look at a bench at just, you know, scoring maybe five or ten a game, you know. But that that's I think that's going to be a very, 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 very good game. Uh, Montrez Hale, okay. Had to look it up for a second. Had brain freeze. So Montrez Harrell is the center that's out for uh, this game as well. So I have no idea how long they are out. I haven't specified, but I think those are key matchups. Because Pat Beverly brings a different energy when you know he's he's a pest on defense. You know he knows how to run the floor. He knows how to never give up on play. So it'll be interesting to see how the Clippers will answer those the needs that they have where they play Kawhi more, they play Paul George more. And speaking of which, Paul George looked incredibly impressive during the uh, scrimmage games. I think a lot of these teams that where their core players were hurt, I think they had that rest from March to now July, and now they're back to their 100% form. So it's now going to be interesting to see how this impacts many other teams on how their key players are now fully healthy and now can play.
And then the most exciting thing I think I heard with out of all the 344 tests that they've had, only there's a whole zero. Nobody tested positive. So we know that the bubble is working so far when people are critical about if it would work. So that's exciting to see. So hopefully they're able to carry out this season. But like I said, we're excited. The NBA is back. Going to enjoy as much as we can just in case something happens. And can't wait for the games to start at 5.30 my time. If whoever's listening, it may be a different. It's 6.30 Eastern time, but I'm in the uh, central time zone. So it starts 5.30 for me. So I'm very excited. So hope you all have a good day. Hope your NBA teams play well if they're in the bubble. Catch you next time. Peace.